follow your passion first. And you got to sit there and ask yourself, okay, what am I truly passionate about? What do I enjoy doing? And when you feel that way, I, honestly, I mean, you feel like you have never worked a day in your life. It's the most fun thing in the world. You get up in the morning excited about what you're doing. And you got to be really honest with yourself about it. If you wake up in the morning and you're dreading going to work, dude, do something else. Right. Do something else. And those are hard decisions to make. But when you make those decisions, it's a very liberating experience. And you find out that the rewards will come. I've been thinking a lot about how and why we grieve a celebrity icon or a public figure. Inevitably, someone will make the comment about not knowing Kobe Bryant and therefore feeling like, why should you be sad? You know, why do you grieve? And they're absolutely entitled to feel that way. Um, I think the answer is really simple and offers a bit of correction. We did know Kobe. We knew his work. We knew the parts of his life he was willing to share, like fatherhood, like being a husband after what most would consider failing miserably at being a husband. He inspired us with his excellence and his tenacity, gave us pause. He granted us permission to be greater and modeled possibility for so many others to achieve a similar level of greatness. But something that all icons do when they die is remind us of our own mortality. And that is simultaneously energizing and sobering. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Spin the Bottle. We bring you this episode very reluctantly today. I mean, there's really no way around this. Uh, we're really heartbroken about Kobe Bryant. Yeah, this one really uh, hits in a in a very different way. I feel like I'm in a little bit of a fog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, it's interesting because your life mm-hmm. continues. He's not a close friend. He's not a boyfriend, a husband, a, a bestie. But he was an athlete. He was an icon. He was part of our our black family as African-Americans, part of our community. He was a role model, a competitor, a trailblazer. Like the list goes on and on and on. And even from his own mouth, most importantly, uh, he was a husband and a father. So (laughs) this one's for you, Kobe. So right off the top, I think it's important for me to say that I'm, we got this news yesterday and I'm, I'm grappling a bit on how to properly process this when I've just kind of been shocked. I feel devastated. I feel heartbroken. I feel um, lots of things. And I've just been in a little bit of just a funk, actually a lot of bit of a funk, <laughs> Uh, we, I found out with a friend that I was having brunch with, um, and literally like the whole restaurant just started talking. Like everybody just started like getting up and people were walking out and some people were in line to sit down and left. And it just, it is very visceral. The loss in LA, you can feel it. Uh, I don't know what to say. Drea, (laughs) how you doing? Mm -hmm. I think it's interesting because... Because of the fact that he was this presence, and I remember texting someone, it was like, I don't talk about Kobe Bryant very often, or even think about him a lot, but you just, he, he's there. He, he's yeah, he's there. there. <laughs> it's just kind of a weird thing to say, but, no, it's, but it's really interesting when I, I remember gasping, I was like, I cannot believe, I think, just, you know, he's, he is an icon, he also, um, 
has impacted so many people. And he was 41. I think that it comes sometimes comes back to just how we relate and how we even relate it back to ourselves, which sounds selfish, but that's just how humans really connect. It's just like, oh my gosh, that's that's our age. That's our age. That's group. our age. You know what I mean? Like we're very that's close, and, and we grew up with him, and, and we, we grew, feel for sure grew up with him. I remember just recently talking about how I used to write my name and say, oh, I'm gonna get a pin name when I get older, and I'm a writer. And I'm going to have the last name Bryant because clearly like Kobe went to the prom with Brandy. Yeah. I remember thinking I was going to shoot a possibility. my shot after it's a possibility. he went to the prom with Brandy. And I, I remember all those things. And so, I don't know. I think the question is like, how do we grieve this loss? Understanding that it means something for each of us, even though we don't actually know him. And I found this really great quote from Dr. Barbara Chavez. And she, I think is um i think she's in virginia she's a psychologist she also does uh life coaching but she had a really great quote that was floating around on instagram and she was saying that the emotional connectedness that we have to public figures we've never met is called a parasocial relationship loss of any kind is hard and although the psychological effects can be the same there are no social supports for parasocial grieving in fact we can be met with ridicule for feeling something for someone we don't even know but if you find yourself experiencing this type of grief just know that you're not delusional you know focus on the meaning that this person brought into your life and decide how and with whom you want to honor that and recognize that the loss may trigger emotions in you related to other losses of close family members and friends um which I feel everything that she's saying, I feel like we can kind of connect with because right. the same things happen. You think about Vanessa and you think about the possibility of losing your loved ones or the fact that you have lost a loved one. It's both. And I think it's both. That's the, it's like a twofold. Uh, when I'm thinking about the way that I'm processing this, there's the part that's just he, I feel that he had such a, uh, mastery over his life in a lot of different ways um, overcame a lot of things but just from an iconic perspective and from a role model perspective in a lot of ways there's that and there's just like the loss yeah. to the culture and there's there's that right yeah okay and then there's like this twofold like I'm 17 days into being married yes. and I'm thinking about his wife and I'm thinking about the phone call she got and I it just makes me want to crumble like it does right. on the inside. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I do know what you mean. It's the worst. And that, and listen, there's no, listen, they have 20 years and four kids. I'm not comparing my situation, but just having, no. I just, I wanted, I was out at brunch. I wanted to go home and I wanted to lay on my husband. Like I wanted, like I found yeah. myself reaching for him during the night. Like it was a very interesting, like you just hug your loved ones a little tighter or you, you know, the. And I think that's okay. Here today, gone tomorrows are really tough. Like those just. I think that's all okay. And that's why I really love this post because she's like, you're not delusional. This can trigger emotions. She also says, know when to disconnect from media coverage. This morning, I was like scrolling through Instagram because I wanted to read more about it. And then I was on Kobe's page. And then I was just like, this is too much. Yeah, <laughs> like this wasn't a great choice. And just choosing... Uh, not to follow the, the information as it plays on the loop. It's lovely. I love the tributes and I love to 
to see what people are saying about him and how he impacted them and like all of our other favorite celebrities and icons and how they were impacted. We like to see that, but at the same time, it's too much. Yeah, I'm like separate. I can't. I can't be and, on Kobe's think, page. I can't. Like, <laughs> that's not something that's gonna be good for me. I think when you ride that 24-hour news cycle as well, you know, information is disseminated so quickly, and it's just tough, right? So it's like there's the initial, just like Kobe, what 41, like that, right? And then there's just like the, and his daughter, his 13-year-old yeah. daughter, Gigi, mm-hmm. who had a very bright future and I just it's it it's just, very it's painful in another it's way. painful in a different way yep. because it's like you have this man who is in the second act of his life and uh, a very dedicated family man which we'll hear through and through and it's like he's doing what he loved the most he's being a father he's doing basketball he's coaching living his, his life they definitely thought they were life. gonna make it of course they did no he probably no traveled in helicopters all the time (laughs) not a second thought no second thoughts not a second thought um and I think for us uh one of the things that one of the quotes that I stumbled upon because I I sometimes have a hard time when I can't seem to like in my mind get over things kind of quickly or when I'm like oh this is really taking it out of me um but I did find a a fear that really tapped into kind of what I've been feeling especially which uh says our fears are like dragons guarding our deepest treasures the next time you feel an unexplainable sense of grief about the death of someone you don't know give voice to the fear and you might find your treasure and the reason that resounded with me is because I was like okay I keep thinking about him and her and Vanessa and I can't like I'm doing that over and over again in my mind and I'm empathizing for these people but really I'm also just very scared that that could it tapped into a fear of mine where it's right. like oh that's my greatest fear yeah. that's actually my greatest one of my biggest fears so having to mentally kind of disassociate and not put yourself in that right mm-hmm. is a practice it's a practice and it's something to think of but I was talking to my husband about it yesterday and he was like are you okay like what are you feeling and I was like I just feel so scared like it just feels very violent and like scary it, yeah it, it kind of I don't know kind of triggered something a little different in me um and just to point back to this awesome psychologist she talks about that too just like you have permission to take time and space to grieve in the way that works for you no one should ever tell you how or how long to grieve because we all do it differently and then finally it's okay to reach out to someone who will listen or a qualified mental health professional if it gets to be too much to deal with on your own. I think we really need to honor our emotions. And I would even go as far as to say, take it a little bit further and flip that on its head. It's fine to be scared, but maybe you need to ensure that you're living your life in a way that you can be grateful. That's correct. For everything that you have that you can I know when 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 Kobe when I found out Kobe passed and I thought about his age and I thought about all he had accomplished and I thought about what he was going to accomplish and I think my first thought was wow he really lived like he really yeah. did everything he yes, wanted he to do he did things that didn't turn out that great he had a rap album he did that he did that he wasn't he awesome. He did that. <laughs> right. He, you know, wrote books. 
He won an Oscar. He won an Oscar. He did things. He just tried things and and uh, and he was successful at them because he worked hard at them and he worked with some of the best. And I think that my first thought was, wow, what a life lived. And yeah. to me, that points to my own desire to leave an impact, to live the best kind of life. And it. It really is inspiring. And then the pain of like. And then the pain. (laughs) Then the pain of thinking about his beautiful, beautiful daughter. And my favorite pictures of him on Instagram are of him and Gigi just like being themselves and loving each other. And even now it makes me want to cry. I'm just like. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's not, it's, it's, it's sad. That's all. And I, and I guess my the entire reason that I wanted to do this was because I don't think people for whatever reason don't want to honor that that sadness they feel you might even feel a little bit guilty and it's like it's not about that you can honor someone you didn't know you can if they impacted you in mm-hmm. such an such a powerful way mm-hmm. I think Kobe changed how people view themselves and view their lives I know he did that for me you know I agree with that I I uh of course knew Kobe from basketball but the things that have meant have meant the most to me have been non-basketball related right um with regard to his wisdom and his discipline and mastery and just like executing at a very high level for Mm -hmm. a very long time and like what it takes to be excellent and I think what I appreciate so much about him is like no one was outworking him (laughs) do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. which is which is just you gotta hustle like no matter what level you're at you know it's just he he just discipline like just yeah that black mamba mentality like the fact that you can have a mentality named after you for your ability to like focus in and execute and discipline and correct and study and continue and it's it's a it's an admirable footprint to follow i'll say that much Um, Um, And definitely, I think it's what makes Kobe transcend sports. For sure. And then it's just as a woman, it's like, you know, I'm just thinking about the fact that it's like he was 41 and just getting to a place where it's like he gave so much of his life to basketball and then having time to be with his family and how he dedicated himself just as intensely to his family once he retired and really having an idea for what he wanted retirement to look like. And even in his interviews talking about why he took helicopters and that was to be able to be at his daughter's functions because he had his days, but also he was stuck in traffic and he mentioned something about missing one of his daughter's school plays. And so it was like, like, I need to be able to jump on this helicopter. Yes. So saying all that to say it, um, to, to have a life like his and to have lived a life like his and to have it snuffed out the way it feels is, is, is devastating and it's sad, but it's also encouraging to look at him and what he's able to accomplish. Right. Um, but also, (laughs) but also just he was doing even in that moment, what he was doing do you know what I mean he was being a dad and he, he was like, if you're gonna, you know, none of us know how, but just be hopefully doing what you feel like you're supposed to be doing, I guess, is the thing. It's, a major, it's a major lesson. It's a major key to be to be leaving this world as you are doing something that you've always truly believed in. That's it. 
tough pill to swallow. It's really hard. Yeah. It's really hard. So thank you, Kobe, for all that you have given to the world. Um, this definitely won't be the last time no. that we honor you, that we think about you. Um, we, we, we couldn't not. <laughs> yeah. We just couldn't not. Um, I do also uh, want to just extend prayers and love and light to Vanessa and their three beautiful daughters, mm-hmm. um, the entire Bryant family, also the other uh, victims on the plains whose families were irrevocably affected. It's just, just it's a tragedy. It's, yeah. it's, it's a tragedy. Um, and so just sending prayers to all of those families. I want to make sure that I get their names right, but, um, the Altabelli family, the Mauser family, uh, the Chester family, the pilot, the Bryants, just lots of ripple effects. Um, these are real families. These are real families (laughs) that will be impacted longer than we are thinking about it. Yeah. So we thank them too. This has been absolutely beautiful, you guys. I can't believe it's come to an end. You guys will always be in my heart. What can I say? Mamba out.